0: I It's Lorraine here and welcome back to the African Girls Diary podcast. I have two lovely girls with me. They're my best friends. I've known them since middle school, y'all, like since sixth grade. So y'all introduce yourselves. Uh,
1: I'm Victory. How nice to meet
0: y'all. Hey, y'all. I am Angel. And let's get right into it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about pre-med versus pre-nursing. So these two girls, they're actually following the pre-nursing track while I'm doing pre-med. And I just want to talk about, like, the differences and how they correlate and, like, how we are progressing in our journey to become future nurses and to become a future doctor like myself. So let's get right into it. So what's pre-nursing? How would you define it?
1: Um, I would define pre-nursing as um, it's it's... It's, like, not as rigorous as nursing school. I know that. Mm. But at the same time, like, we still have to, like, you know, take, like, difficult classes like anatomy, microbiology. So it definitely takes, like, a person who's, like, really attentive and, like, you know, actually has passion for it because you can, like, like, get bored quickly, you know, if that's not what you want to do for real. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's kind of similar with this defiance Mm -hmm. in a way. Mm. So why would you, like, what would you say is the reason behind choosing that track? What, did you feel it's forced, or did y'all feel like it's something y'all really wanted to do?
2: I, honestly,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, the stereotype with nurses, you know, it's like, oh, you know, we just want the money. Yeah, mm. and
0: it's
2: like, <laughs> yeah but who doesn't? Right. Oh, right. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. It's like it's not just the money. I can do something for money and also be doing a good job. But let's 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 be honest. Like mm-hmm. if a nurse said, "Oh yeah, you know, what I love about nursing is, you know, I I don't know, seeing old old people, elderly people take their last breath. I just, I I love that about it. Mm -hmm. No,
1: you would be looking at them like they're crazy. Let them say, like,
2: they're doing it for the money and to help people because let's not pretend like we can't do both. Exactly, thank you. There Mm -hmm. are many jobs, many, plenty, a plethora where you can make money or where you can help people. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be like you have to say that you only want to help people and that's it. You can want to do both. Exactly, right, yeah.
0: True, I think for me, like growing up, I try to stay away from trying to be a doctor my whole life. Like, my parents, were like, you know, be a doctor, do this. That. I was like, I want to be a journalist. The way my some of my friends would be laughing at me, like my cousins, they'd be like, journalist, be the new the next Anderson Cooper. Sorry, but I think over time, I understood it was a hobby, it wasn't something I actually wanted to do as a career. Because, honey, at the end of the day, I need something that can be financially stable on my right. own. Yes, when medical school, you're going to be in a lot of debt. Hopefully, if I get the scholarship and stuff like that that I pray for, I'll get it. But, like, it's not always going to be like that. So, most of the time as med students, you are going to be in debt. But, like, you get that job. You make a lot of money to help, you know, cover it and to fulfill that lifestyle that you're pursuing. I really want to be an OB-GYN specifically just to help the Black, like, people of color Like, people who are, like myself, we are literally endangered in the medical field Mm. for just being black people. Like, people don't consider our pain seriously, how we're suffering, and even mentally. So, building a bond with people who are, like, can be in different age groups because as an began, you're delivering babies. So, meaning that you're going to have a relationship with the pregnant lady for a good nine months to a year. So, it's, like, just things of that nature just to, like, build bonds with them, but also get that knowledge and then bring it to society and try to shift it in different areas that you're not even used to being into to really help our community in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: I just wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I remember like having to look up and research all the deaths of black women mm. um, during pregnancies. And I was like, okay, well that's, you know, that's disturbing. And then even going back and looking at like, One of the reasons why I chose nursing was, and a lot of people too, not only are you helping people, not only are you getting a job where like, you're never gonna be out of a job, God willing, it's Mm -hmm. very difficult for nurses to be like, just not have a job. Mm -hmm. But there's also the element of a lot of people use nursing as the building block to get into whatever they really, really want to go to. So let's say you're using nursing, but I know people that went, became nurses, but they really want to start a business. Mm
1: But they always have
2: that type of... To it, fall back on. Yeah, on, right. to fall back yeah, on. To fall back on. So after nursing, I don't plan on ending there. Okay. But I believe that that kind of gives me the foundation I'm looking
1: for. Right. True. Because with nursing, like, in your, like, belt loop, like, you always have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. You're always financial, financially stable. So, yeah. Yeah. And right away, too. Right. Right.
0: Because I definitely will still like, after nursing school, you get that job and get that money real quick. Right. I think for medical school is a longer process, but it's something I'm sacrificing and I definitely want to do it because med school is not easy. Like you really, entering this track is not to be like, okay, I'm doing it for the money. Like, I mean, yes, we're all doing it for the money in certain cases, of course, but you really have to sincerely enjoy at least, at least a part of the med school journey Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, I know a lot of people who literally left. And that's okay. Like, sometimes you just understand it's not for you. Like, being in school for a long time is not for people. I actually literally learned, like, I like being in school. So why not just fulfill this journey and get out the way? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not going to hurt me if I'm actually enjoying this experience in the long run. Um, How would you say, I mean, we're about to enter our sophomore year. So how was your freshman year being in that type of track? Like, the classes?
1: Um, As far as the classes go, like, it wasn't too bad because I was doing my prereqs first, like, okay. you know, English and all that. So, I wasn't, like, because I wanted, like, a like a calm before the storm, you know? Like, calm freshman year, then maybe sophomore, junior year, I started getting... Me, me too. Yup, that's what I did. Yeah, yup. Because it's, like, that's your... Like, you have to get yourself, like, accustomed to, like, you know, college life and everything. And you can't have, like too many difficult classes like clouding that's you know, exactly what i wanted to do mm-hmm. but um yeah so classes weren't that bad but like you know like making friends and all that that was where the real issue was mm. because like it's so hard especially if you're like an introvert and you don't really go to many like school activities mm-hmm. it's very hard to like actually make friends and it's like very easy to like slip into depression wow. the first like couple months of like, you have a point because you don't have your family there your siblings your friends from your like your hometown so it's like you're alone and it just feels very, like, that's, like, one of the cons about it. But after a while, like, once you start, like, breaking out of your shell and actually people, it gets a lot easier to, like, you know, cope with, like, not being around the people that you're used to.
0: Yeah. yeah point Especially with networking, too. Right. Exactly. Because networking is very, very key, especially starting early. Because time is flying. The way freshman year went by, like, right. man, shoot. But how how did y'all feel mentally? Like you just talked about being like you know it's easy to get into depression like mm-hmm. y'all feel like it was really hard to really maintain this lifestyle
2: um what y'all saying i just wish i heard before mm.
0: because
2: it's like i took the and i think that's like that's another thing another element that people have to think about is like which route are you going to go right mm. like just recently we just had a conversation where we were saying how we have people at our school that our high schools that like graduate at to the top of our class but they're sitting in, in community college with us mm-hmm. we're looking at our gpas and like why did we like like bang our head into walls like trying to make these yep. grades when we ended up I, at school so i ended up at, at community college you did, you did you even mention your school names oh
0: before? true i mean last episode i mentioned i go to utsa so you want to talk about the school you don't have to but like
1: oh I just go to Texas State like it's nothing really like all that about it but it is a party school like that's very oh, true it it's is oh. another element Yo. another element
0: mm-hmm. I, I'm
2: at community college and I guess one thing that I could say is that I was online I'm I'm one of the few people that I know that actually can like be online mm. and like not go crazy okay I almost prefer it I would say another element was just like uh it was mentally it was just it was challenging mm-hmm. because I was taking microbiology as a freshman. I was mm. taking anatomy and physiology as a freshman. You just heard these two girls say, maybe not take the hard ones in mm-hmm. the yeah. beginning. And like that's exactly what I went for because... I think one thing about the universities is mm-hmm. you can kind of, they guide you with the path that yeah. they want you in. Yeah. You, me, I'm taking these hard classes in the beginning. I'm, I'm picking my schedule. And I'm picking my, my pace. But it also gets a little worrisome because you don't know if you're doing it the right way. Right. Mm. But when then with university, you have to keep in mind that you may think I'm going to graduate on time. Mm-hmm. But then you walk into the counselors and they tell you one thing. And you're not graduating. Say it, again. God. God. No, no, say it again. Say it again. Like, like, these not. people
0: want you and to not. be in and school. They want you to stay
1: there. For your life, they like, stay there. like, oh my, like, they want you to stay there. If you have like an older person you can go to, Thank like, you. they can give you advice, has been through what Thank you're going you. through. Go to them, please, because these counselors, all they like, they're literally getting paid to keep you in school. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's the scary part. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you put your faith
2: in them, mm-hmm. but is that? Are you doing it? Is it? is it in vain right that's what i'm trying to say so i would say that's one of the things that made freshman year so challenging i was in control but that's scary but having yeah. someone else in control that can be
1: scary right yeah. especially like it's really bad like for first generation like college students like oh like, people to point pass. out sorry to cut you yeah, off fine, but like
0: we are all children of african immigrants it's african girls diary so like i am breaking people who are african females but to say that like being an african girl yourself and being children of african immigrants even immigrants in general is a challenge in itself as well people do not understand man like not only the financial stuff like that it can also come into play but like that mentality that your parents have instilled in your soul to bring to a university on your own is also something like so continue
1: right continue oh yeah yeah first gen like it's it's like tough on them because like they don't really like for me i didn't have like i still don't have like anyone i know that's been through what i'm going through mm. that i can go to and talk to and say hey like should i do like because if i had done what you did take all my like um all my science classes first and all like that's required for nursing school i would have been in nursing school by now mm. but the because my counselor's was like oh girl do that later do your easy ones i was like okay it makes sense but it's like it's like kind of like you have to pick and choose like would you rather have it like more difficult in the beginning but graduate sooner or like have an easy course but like you know like not be ahead just like you know be lackadaisic
0: so which one do you prefer
1: honestly i'm glad like i took my easy because like i got to like you know experience college like Mm -hmm. experience being by myself you know like so but at the same time I do wish I took the the nursing classes because like it's like who doesn't want to hurry up and start their life, you know? So no point. yeah, so I don't know, it's just like a like a pick your poison type thing, know. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree
2: because I was just thinking
1: as she was speaking mm-hmm.
2: that, like, we're in two, we're both pre nursing, but we're in two completely kind of different roles right yep, now. Yeah, yeah. I am currently applying to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I have my application, I have my letter written, I'm a letter written. Okay. Right, right, you know, and that nursing school is a what's it called? It's a private school. They only accept five people in November, December, January, February. They accept five people per month. Um, after six months they interview you to decide if you really want if you're really accepted. So you're not really, really accepted, even though they only accept five people. Um and it's just hard mm-hmm. and i was looking at her journey and i was kind of like yeah if i was in her shoes i don't think i'd want to change mm-hmm. but being in my shoes i don't think i want to change either. right
0: so there was a pro and a con to each exactly. type of level
1: of experience it's just like, okay. which is
2: more important right. to you and
0: another mm-hmm. thing is like money priorities mm-hmm.
2: financial yes i'm at community college yes i sit at home doing this and it's not as expensive as if I was at university yep. staying in a dorm okay. uh, definitely, just, definitely just weigh your options always remember one thing you have options mm-hmm. you they're do. out there you just need to know what they are Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. right. but you have them Yeah.
0: That's it. so how would you say is the process currently like how is it like the things that you've witnessed your freshman year or how it's going so far like how are you going to take it into your future like let's say like you've been coming a sophomore and you about to enter nursing school
2: with taking what I have now, I, it just sounds like I don't know what's in the future for me.
0: That's I, very. I, true. I, I
2: that's that's it's it's a big old I don't know. I wish I could say I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish I could say like I know what it's. But like the way they were saying is like these clinicals, these this, these yeah. that. Anybody anywhere will say nursing school is like so hard and it's so difficult and it's like I've had hard days before and mm-hmm. I understand that may that that it may mean that more hard days are coming. Right. Okay. But it's still just like. Like, that's why I'm, I'm even reconsidering what school I'm going to. Like, that's that's new information that I just got now. I'm considering even going abroad for nursing school. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You're smiling. I look worried. Look I mean... <laughs> no, but you did
0: tell us about going abroad, though, right?
2: That was for law school.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. I talked about right.
1: going abroad for law school. Oh, yeah. It's like Germany and yeah.
2: And now it's thinking about going abroad for nursing school just because of how... Hard it is to get into these schools, mm-hmm. whether it's a BSN program, whether it's an ADN program. I just is noticing like the difficulty is like off the right. charts. But
0: yeah. I think for me when it comes to medical school, I mean I still have time to spend. Like I, I, literally take up four years of my undergraduate. Like as for freshman year, I think I did pretty good. Like being involved in clubs, trying to maintain a really good GPA and you know? all. I would just say is for me, I'm really trying to work more into is networking mm-hmm. i did like you know meet a fee a girl who just um i think is actually graduating from medical school currently right now but just things like that trying to like trying to network with um, admission people and stuff like that because i'm telling you you may have to get great gpa maybe doing all these type of things but the networking is very vital yep, into yeah. getting in trust and believe that because like I'm telling you, if you have aunties and uncles who are in type of field you're trying to get into, call them up. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me, I like being a leader. So, like, I do do leadership stuff. Like, I already told y'all last, last episode, I'm a event coordinator of ASA. So, things that really help me with my culture. but I'm also being involved in things that really go within my track. So, like, I'm involved in, like, Black Health Professions organization. I mean, also, is MCAT, too. So, like, people do start studying for MCAT, usually, like, their junior year. I'm starting the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I really... Because MCAT is very hard. Everybody knows that. I think even for, like... Y'all talking about your nursing exams. What was it? What was it?
1: Um, the T's and the HZ's.
0: Yeah, like, they're a hard. You need time to study for. Like, yeah. so I'm just going to start this sophomore year. Hopefully, it does help. I mean, I am taking these classes along the way. But I think it also helps me with, like, how I'm going to be studying my studying habits. And, like, things I can change with my studying habits that may not be helpful. In the in the early run Than later right. So yeah
1: Honestly Really just like Everything I've done Has worked up until now So I'm just keep doing it That's good don't, don't fix what's not broken You know Say it again Yeah Say it again
0: <laughs> Have you At some point Ever questioned Really being a nurse Becoming a nurse Either It can be in high school Or even now
1: um,
0: Or like People around you Maybe have like Shifted your mentality Of like do I really want to be a nurse, or do I really want to be a doctor? Like,
1: that's a good question. For me, like I, I wanted to be at first. Like when I was like middle school, I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. Mm. But then I realized like how much school and money that requires. So I was like, I'll just be like a nurse and nurse anesthetist. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom was telling me like recently, she's like, why don't you just like become a doctor, like like an actual anesthesiologist? Oh,
0: you did tell me about that. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: that's what I wanted to be. But then I like it's like like. Although it's like you have to pay back all your student loans, yeah, and then the years like you don't even actually like make big money until you're like forty, fifty. So mm. it's like, like I like personally like that's just not what I want to do. Okay, yeah, and like with um, and it's like with nursing, like you can still like start your own clinic. You can basically do a lot of things that doctors can do, mm-hmm. but in less time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the 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 pay gap is just like bigger, but it's not like I see.
0: Yeah. Okay. What about you? Because I know you. You're trying to be a lawyer, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah so you girls. want to talk about that one? Yeah, I could. I really could. I really
2: could. <laughs> mm. um, so just, just to fill y'all in, I am, my plan in my mind is to go through nursing, get my BSN at the end of the day. However, whether I get my BSN straight out of high school or whether I get my BSN after getting my associate's degree in nursing and then getting my BSN online or whatever. And then after that, applying to law school. And going through law school and getting my JD. Mm. Thing is, if I want to go to law school, I want to go to a law school that's like a top tier mm-hmm. in the country. And if I'm going to be able to do that, or if I'm going to want to do that, I need to make good grades. Basically straight A's right. in undergrad. Right. To make straight A's in undergrad, you want to pick something that's a little bit easier.
1: Mm-hmm. I nursing, mm-hmm. Which I do. <laughs>
2: and then I remember... Ever since I was really small, my parents said, be a lawyer or be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, being a doctor takes too long. Being a lawyer takes three years. I'll go with that one. But the thing is, to be a lawyer, you have to get your bachelor's. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have that. So I was like, why don't I just make it nursing? My parents were like, yeah, they really like that. But then I started thinking to myself with these grades Mm -hmm. and with the way it is, the only reason I was really, really considering, one reason I was really considering that private school I just mentioned earlier was because they don't do grades. Right. To just pass or it's fail. Mm. so I thought okay that's my way of kind of gearing away from the letter grades or whatever at that point when I realized how rigorous nursing was going to be how hard it is to get into nursing school how much more the ones that don't have grades mm-hmm. I did reconsider being a nurse because I was like how is it going to get me to where I want to be right. however I believe that I'm going to stick it through don't know how mm-hmm. but I I, tr- I truly do believe I'm going to stick it through but to answer your question, I've I've definitely sat,
1: reconsider,
2: yeah, yeah. reconsidered yeah.
0: just, yeah. Yeah, I think me too. I think I just did it early on. I think I really did this whole thing during high school, because I know that like yes, at any time during your undergrad you can always change your major, or whatever. But for pre med, is like especially doing that much that that much time in school, mm-hmm. that whole thing with changing, especially trying to even get into medical school or, like, not trying to do the track anymore, for me, it's, like, too much to handle with staying in school for a whole different track that you didn't. It's like saying that, like, let's say I was a poli-sci major, mm. but then I want to become an actual doctor. It's like, oh, not to go back to fulfill those prerequisites. Yeah. like pre-med prerequisites. So it's kind of like, mm. So I kind of made sure I did that during high school. Yes, I do question it here and there, but I think really recently I was like, mm. I want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like, because, like, you being African, do y'all feel like there's a reasoning behind that decision? If, like, your parents or, like, you know. Because, I mean, a lot of us, a lot of us parents, they just know nursing, engineering, doctor.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it's, like, it's other fields, and they're, like, some parents are really, like, you know, can be, like, okay, that's fine. Like, they have but they have to need, like, a great understanding as to why you're trying to get into it because, no matter what, you still have to be financially stable getting mm-hmm. into it. So how was y'all?
1: Um yeah, I would say definitely. Um my parents <laughs> like have influenced what I want to be, because like like when I was younger, I wanted to be it's like really unrealistic, but I wanted to be a cowgirl, and it's like yeah, yeah cause like when you were younger, you know you have like okay. those like your imagination yeah. and that le- like and as you get older, you're like okay, I know it's not sustainable, that can be a hobby, but like my parents never let me like get to that level. They're just like no doctor nurse lawyer engineer yeah so i was like okay like so all my hobbies like playing volleyball basketball my dad struck it down so it's like there's nothing like my parent like those were like the only choices i I couldn't be a dancer i couldn't be like anything else literally so that's like the main reason why and it's like my every woman in my family is a nurse wow yeah so it's like like a. Not a rite of passage, but like a tradition
0: thing. Mm. But I'm like,
1: okay, so I'm not going to be a doctor. And it's like, I want to do better than my parents. So Let's instead see. of just being a regular, regular RN, I'm going to be a nurse anesthetist, you know? you know, Yeah, okay, so that's, that's the reason you know. behind mm. that. I would
2: say definitely, just like mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, the way my parents went about it, it's like, I like how you touched on. Like almost, you didn't have the ability to dream. Yeah, that was a luxury, and it wasn't given to yep. us. Mm-hmm. It was you're gonna do this, and that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. My parents told me my name is Angel. That's what <laughs> mm-hmm. I go by. Mm-hmm. My parents told me I'm gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. That's yep. what I'm gonna that's go how you by. Know. That's exactly. How you know. It doesn't start at 16. It doesn't start at 10. It starts like as I was learning my yep. name. I'm mm-hmm. would... buying you like doctor toys yeah. or buying. Yeah. Yes. They're like, yes. 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 yep. setting you up. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I would be at church. It was me, my sister, and my brother. I was the youngest at that time. Mm -hmm. And someone came up to us, aunties and uncles, you know, not real aunties and uncles, you know, know, whatever, Um, came up and said, who's going to be the lawyer? Mm -hmm. My brother and my sister took a step back. And I was the only one left standing there. So then that's when I knew I was going to be a lawyer. That was part of it. Like, I, I definitely will say that my parents led the way for me. And I hear a lot of people, especially Americans, saying, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. I'm so sorry that your parents took that away from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're sitting in loans but they're sitting in a a degree that didn't really get them what they wanted. They have the degree, but they don't have a job that has anything to do with it. Literally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I see the pros of dreaming, but i also see the cons of not getting the reality that you're Mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. Because it's so unfair that people are putting in the work, but they're not getting the results because of the job market. Because they didn't understand. Because,
1: and because like their job field is so competitive, like dancers, it's like not all of y'all are going to make it to be like a rocket dancer. Like you're, you're, it's not realistic or sustainable.
2: Exactly. Our parents said, do you want to choose passion or do you want to choose having financial freedom? Mm -hmm. And I think people want to do both, but that's why our parents said, just make that passion your hobby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just make that passion your hobby. And I, and it's getting to the point where we're having conversations or I'm seeing conversations where people are saying, you know, college is a waste of time. And I said, hold on college isn't a waste of time just because you wasted your time in college. There are people who are using college as a stepping stone to financial freedom mm-hmm. and there are people who are using college as a stepping stone to financial doom. Mm-hmm. It all depends mm-hmm. on how you use it. It's a tool. It's a business contract. But the thing is, why are 18-year-olds who don't know much getting into business contracts with these institutions? Yep, yep. That's the part that's that's hurting me. That's the part that's confusing me. That's the part where I feel like it's a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. that's hurting mm-hmm. people. That's awesome. So I appreciate my parents for what they've done for me. Yeah, I did not know what I wanted. My parents knew more than me. My parents led me in the right direction. Not everyone's parents are going to do that. That's another mm-hmm. thing. That's We're not even going to get into the conversation about respecting oh, yeah. elders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For our no, elders. No, like, not even deserving
1: uh, a uh, a crumb uh, uh, of respect. Yeah. Like. Uh, uh, <sighs> Oh, goodness. All they did was grow old,
2: and they said, respect me. Literally. Yeah. Literally. But I'm not going to touch on that. I will say that my parents definitely had an influence in my um, in my career field, an influence that I'm very grateful for. Right.
0: Mm, I would say for my parents, like, we all will definitely say, like, we, all, we can all agree on that like, we are very appreciative of, like, being having the opportunity to even go to school mm-hmm. and giving it this lifestyle. Because now a lot of us, like, some people, we have cousins and aunties and uncles who are still back home, and so, striving for this type of opportunity to even bring their kids yeah. not not let alone them bring their kids to the u s mm-hmm. to have this type of journey um I think it's also what plays a part into the whole doctor engineer, and nursing is the lack of knowledge of different careers that can mm-hmm. also fulfill the type of financial yeah, freedom yes. definitely yes. because i have like i know people who are not even doing the type of things, and they're making six figures to so be like okay like for me i wouldn't necessarily force a career on them but i wouldn't also be like oh do anything you want and i would mm-hmm. still you know complete everything like i know people who are saying that their parents can let them be a singer and then but if and if it goes wrong i would, they would still fulfill their lifestyle at the mm-hmm. end of the day until they die it's like no if you yeah. could become poor that's on you when you leave my <laughs> house you leave my house like mm-hmm. I'm going to still give, that, give you that freedom to choose what you, what you want to do, but at the end of the day, it's on you. Right. You are an adult. You're not going to come back to my house and be like, oh, mom, go back to school then. Right. Do what you have to do. So I think I have I like that mentality that my parents enforced enforcing me. Like, even with myself, I had a, I recently had a conversation with my dad, and we were just talking about, like, the career I'm stepping into and, like, how it is for my siblings. And he was like, I mean, no matter what, I don't want you to feel like you're trying to be an extension of my dream. it's like it's okay because I literally my whole life I thought that like literally and he was like no I think yes it may have been brought that way but it was like a misleading type of thing it's misunderstanding so I'm kind of happy that I had a conversation with my mom too like we spoke about it and it's like, it's okay to not do something that we really want for you. That's something that we just thought was best for you okay. and what we thought growing up. You know what right. I'm saying? It's how we're brought up and how, how we're brought up is how we influence our children, the next right. generation to come. Yes, right. So it's like, at the end of the day, they want you to be happy. Like, don't think that your parents, like, I can't speak for all parents, but I can speak for a lot of my friends and myself. Like, your parents don't want you just to feel down. They're just doing things that they feel are best for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's to put your heart, soul, and blood into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. If it goes right, it goes right. Mm-hmm. It's all under God's plan to be on to the end right. of the day. So, yeah. Dang, that was actually deep. That
1: was so deep. Like, <laughs> no. You, what you said. Like, your parents told you, like, mm-hmm. how, like they're not going to yeah. live vicariously through you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's important. Like, a lot of parents should definitely, like, have conversations like that with their kids. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I think it's also... Because sometimes... I don't necessarily blame them at the, end of the day, mm-hmm. because yes, they're adults, and yes, we all have our choices, and we like no matter what. Like over time, we can literally re reevaluate how we, we teach our children certain things. But sometimes, it's kind of enforced to the points that like you think is just right. Right. Yeah. So like sometimes like I didn't really grow up. I didn't feel like I grew up with a comfortable space to even speak my mind. Mm-hmm. So like over time apparently it's like parenting stage and now your friend stage. Yeah, yes, there's a there's a line of respect. No matter what I can't call you Leah, no. Mm-hmm. I must still call you mom. But at the end of the day, I'm still, I must still I can still have more conversation and more of an opinions mm-hmm. on certain situations that I couldn't do before.
2: Right. Um Pressure now is only on the schools. I don't really feel pressure from my parents just because I'm so go with the flow And I'm like, hey, right, when right. I get my, I think my mom even said that to me at one point, like, hey, you think I'm going to be spending that nursing money? You, have, no. you, you, know, yeah, <laughs> you think that
1: check is depositing into my account right. it's for you it's right. your own good you're right. only be
2: cheating yourself you're only be helping yourself it's for you right and i thought about that and keep in mind i think all of our parents are paying for our school mm-hmm. so that also adds an addition of like i want to do what my mom and dad want me to do because okay
0: that's actually a good point because like especially we we are really dependent and stuff independent and stuff like that when we go to school you're not always fully independent mm. yeah like literally no, because in high school there wasn't like a tuition to be really paid for because we all went to public schools. I know people that went to private school during high school. I don't know why, and they're paying <laughs> a college tuition to go to it. Yeah. that's a whole different conversation. But I will say for public schools, like we didn't, we weren't paying a tuition. We were say, but also we were dependent. Mm-hmm. But going to college, knowing that your parents are, you know what they're paying for, you know the amounts. Yeah. It's like, dang, like. I can't really say no to them in certain cases. it's right. like
1: Some say no matter what, like, somebody's always depositing a check for you, mm-hmm. for your tuition, for your apartment, for your so, food. Yep.
0: So, like, sometimes it's kind of like, if they tell you to do engineering, mm-hmm. man, shit, I'm going to just do engineering. <laughs> yes. No matter what they pay for my exactly. school. Exactly. Exactly. But you go to school not only for education. Like, you want to make friends. You want to meet new people. You want to try out new things. Like, it's not only to be just stressed out, like, you really want to fulfill that type of thing, especially being away from your parents' home mm-hmm. and doing things that you just really couldn't do. But, like, also you have to really keep a sense of discipline. I had to always reassure myself, like, discipline is something that my parents are not going to be on when I'm in college. Like, no, it's on me now.
2: What you just described, what the two of you described is something I have absolutely no idea about because mm. <laughs> i'm at community college i'm at home i live in houston because i live in houston we have what the biggest medical center and mm-hmm. like i don't yes. even know in the entire country Pretty i'm not sure. going anywhere for nursing school i'll be right here in houston like, right. it's, it's, it's yes, everything's ma'am. in houston everything's at home when i go to law school if i go to a t4 like a top tier school then mm-hmm. i'll probably leave the house for the first time i've never been to a party at night like that mm-hmm. I, I, i've never i've never had that um we'll get you to this is, been that for years, like, <laughs> like that but um, yeah, I, I understand the pressure that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the guilt I would feel if I was forcing my parents to pay my tuition knowing that I'm doing something yeah. that they' don't want me to do. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I'm thinking like, I don't know if it's just African parents. I'm starting to sense it with American parents. I'm starting to sense it with parents from all over the globe. Parents feel responsible. For their child's downfall mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. if their child
2: is a failure in any way um their child took too long to do this or their child isn't achieving this the parents deep down thinks i did them dirty yep. mm-hmm. i didn't do them justice yep. i didn't raise them right you know this could have been a brilliant einstein someone who i i it's mm-hmm. my shortcomings always mm-hmm. i'm responsible for my child's shortcomings mm-hmm. and I I don't even like I loved how you touched on the, like the whole like oh they don't know a lot about other careers and stuff. I think that's half of it. The other half of it is just
0: being able to walk up into church and be like, Yeah, my son is a doctor. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I mean, this. Even my even ourselves, like we as Africans, no matter what, it's always gonna be a sense of pride in yeah. you. Like you wanna yeah. who doesn't wanna show off their kids. Who yeah. does not wanna show off themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I would love to be walking in like I'm a doctor. Yeah. You couldn't do that, I'm sorry. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I could, you know. I'm sorry. It's
1: literally that. But I'm just
0: happy like within the generation, this the line that we don't cross is like no BS we're gonna take mm. from anybody at this point. Mm-hmm. Because especially us, I mean for me I was born here. I know people who are just came like fresh off the boat. Coming here for high school or even for college, you know what I'm saying. So sometimes they carry certain characteristics from like being in Nigeria or being from Ghana or even Cameroon, coming here and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing, fulfilling only their parents' dreams. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's like I think it was a plus in in a certain case of being born in America was kind of like I saw different perspectives of the American dream per se. Like growing up with different communities, I wasn't only African, like. You have people from Asia, like, people from Europe, like, you know, people from different backgrounds, kind of like, I'm just doing it for, my, for myself. Like, it's okay. I got no right. problem. So I think I've tried, I've mixed it with how I perceive things and how I roll with things in life, not only with my the field I'm trying to get into, but it's how even relationships and stuff like that.
2: I think that one of the hardest parts of like, looking at your parents is that remembering that they were once our age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I, we talked about how stressful it is just being in college and knowing that they're paying for tuition. How much more going to a country that you don't really understand mm-hmm. without your parents. Because I believe your mom came here when she was a 19, mm-hmm. teenager. Mm-hmm. Like that amount of stress, just like you were saying, there's some people that come here fresh off the boat and they alone. have that, like, alone, she didn't alone. have nobody. Alone. She had alone. Mm-hmm. And we, you, us just going to San Antonio or going to Dallas, going like two cities away it's like oh my
1: gosh but still able to call our parents yeah. still able to ask for money yeah. like still able to yeah. you have money. a point yeah. you do have a if point so
2: stressed yeah. and being like you should talked about you talked about your mental health and mm-hmm. how other people's mental health i've seen people come back from college cause it was too much for them mm-hmm. our parents couldn't just hop back on
1: the boat and be right like i can't here.
0: imagine myself going through the thing my parents went through coming right. to america bro right. especially my mom i really can't really I'm even 19 myself. I just turned 19. Like, me thinking about it, shit, I'll be crying. Right. I'll be like, let me go back home. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I feel like sometimes I've also noticed, like, God puts you in situations that you can actually handle. Yeah, that he feels sure. like you can really get through and surpass and become a, a, somebody else's inspiration. Yes. So, Remembering what they did, but also putting yourself first in situations, like, no matter what is your journey. So you have the choice of fulfilling that dream of yours, Or intertwining both or just doing it for your parents. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
2: Another thing that you touched on that just had my mind rolling was Mm -hmm. that parents hold their children accountable for their parents, for that parent's sacrifices. Mm I did this for you. I did that for you. I did this for you. I did that for you. And then as we're being raised, Mm -hmm. we're thinking that I'm making this money. I'm going to school. Even you heard this conversation about generational wealth. Mm-hmm. I said, why would I be making generational wealth for my child to just spend? Right. But I don't see a problem with my child getting a job. Of course, I won't try to make them suffer. No, mm-hmm. of course, I want to guide them. But I don't see a reason. I don't see a reason to have my child to me to slave. So that my kid can just be relaxing. Why can't we do right, just easy, I know, I'm not easy. doing yes. it. How would you not resent your child for not listening to you when you sacrificed so much before they were even born? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that type of thing. But at the same time, it's like, well, you were raising, you didn't know if your child was going to have the same mindset as you,
1: mm-hmm. the same anything
2: as you. This is a complete different human being. Right. Like, if not for the fact that you gave birth to them, they would be like a stranger to you. Exactly. If you walked past them in the
1: street exactly
2: so i think that i love what you said but it's so hard to not continue that cycle of having those expectations for your children to make up for the sacrifices that they never asked you to make before they were born Mm. if that makes sense like me feeling like i did this for you i did that for my kids i did x y and z for my kids and not feeling that it's being reciprocated Mm -hmm. like they're not being grateful for it and it's like live your own life But at the same time, I did X, Y, Z for you. Mm -hmm. So now that child's heart is kind of like, oh, man. I think a lot of our parents, all of us can say that if our parents were hard on us, can you imagine how hard their parents were on them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they think they're doing a great job. And then they figure out that their child maybe is like, no, 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 you gave me anxiety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, 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 you did this. The conversations that you had with your dad and your mom, do you think that your parents ever had that conversation with their parents or would they be slapped on the spot?
0: I don't, no. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, I I feel the same way about my parents. Yeah. I don't think, I think they so. ever had that. Hey, you know, I really don't like. Why did you have to talk to me like that? Mm-hmm. I don't like the way that you, huh? Especially in Nigeria, yeah. surrounded by Nigerians, mm-hmm. or in Cameroon, Gosh, surrounded by Cameroonians. Really. So our parents are trying to get accustomed with the fact that they are Africans raising Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know? mm, <laughs> and that's really, plan. really,
2: really. And I have like, it's like, I get so frustrated, but I'm like, I have to understand yeah. you. I have to understand you. Because I know people that say, Yeah, I'm going to whoop my kids. And I'm like, Okay, true. Okay. Well, well, why are you going to do that? Well, I got whooped, so I'm going to whoop my kids. And it's like, You. You are the the reason. It's mm. the reason that I'm listening to you. The mm. reason you're doing it is because that's what your parents did to you. Yeah. But you don't like when your parents carry that mentality. Exactly. Mm. exactly. If your parents decide to talk to you like this because that's how they were talked to, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's so hard to not want to do what you were raised doing. Yeah, because that's like
1: all you've known exactly. for like a long time. Exactly. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Our parents love us. It's just so difficult when we're so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us can't really communicate in our, to our parents in our native tongues. Yep. Like our parents are still in this, in this different, and us American children are trying to grow and, a, and adapt to having African parents. Mm-hmm. We see our American friends and their American parents and their American households, and we're like, why can't my parents just be yep. chill? Like, yeah. and we're like, we're the chill ones. Our parents are chill for African parents. Yeah, yes. yes. And yeah. we're we were stuck with that mentality, but also seeing Americans and then seeing Africans with stricter parents, and then seeing people fresh off the boat. We're just surrounded by it with just. It's just so different.
1: It's so different, so different.
2: So that's another thing I just ex- try to extend to my parents and pray that they can extend it to me too, which mm-hmm. is
1: understanding. Understanding. Yep. Understanding. Because communication is nothing without understanding. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And acting on that understanding. Exactly. Yes. You, can, you can be understanding, but the next day, like, go back to the nonsense, exactly. like, I heard you, but I must do what I
1: do exactly. when I'm ready. I heard you, but I wasn't listening. It's yeah. Like, I feel, um, mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Wow, that was really good
1: really really good
2: conversation and uh, i want to say miss lorraine thank you so 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 much for having us today girl, thank, oh, you, thank
0: girl. you the end of each episode i like to do a whole motto so it goes a little bit like this hold on guys okay you know you're that girl the it's girl you have no choice to be who that motherfucking it's girl okay so like i like to like give a reminder for people who are listening and even for us who are even mm-hmm. participating in it it's like, yeah, we can become that person that we want to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This takes a lot of time. It can take a lot of patience, a lot of trials, but we're going to get there.
1: Mm-hmm. If you can so, dream it, you can achieve it. Yes. So, mm-hmm. it not the,
0: not that. Okay, so when you know you are that girl.
1: When, when you know, know you're you are that, that girl, girl.
0: The it's girl.
1: The it's girl. You
0: have no choice to be who?
1: The yeah, mother... The mother... Let's do it again. Let's do it again.
2: My, and I was
0: like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. what? Let's try it again. Okay, yeah. When you uh, hold on. Okay, when you know you are that girl. When, when you know, know you're that girl. girl be it girl. the it girl. You have no choice to be who.
1: That, that motherfucking it girl. Thank cute, you guys for
0: listening and have a wonderful day, Lady.
1: Laili. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: the, just it, just it. <laughs> Have a wonderful day guys. <laughs> Bye.